What's up, guys? Thank you for listening to I'm Blessed, We're Blessed. It's your girl, Sherita Foster, and I'm back with another episode. I hope you guys are having an amazing year so far. It is March right now at the time that I am making this episode. It's been a while. It's been a minute since I made an episode. A lot of stuff's been happening. Um, Tell you a little bit about what's going on with me. I'm not going to give too much detail or whatever, but like... I went through a very, like, great growing process in the past two weeks. And it's crazy because it didn't have to get to that point, but God allowed it to get to that point so I can grow. And now I'm back to being myself. I'm back to being my better self. And I'm back here. So I just didn't feel right, you know, making episodes and I wasn't at my best, you know. And that allows me to come back to the podcast and, you know, show my story, tell my story, and let people know that you're going to go through trials and you're going to go through tribulations but god allows you to go through those things so you can grow and when you come out of the storm you look back and you're proud of yourself i'm very very proud of myself i'm at this place where you know i've I've seen i've been through a couple you know things and i'm still here and i'm still you know hanging on to my faith and i will never let go of my faith so yeah that's why i've been a little absent you know sometimes you gotta remove yourself from situations so you can you know go back into the situation and you know redirect the narrative but yeah thanks be to god i am back so that was a very long intro but you know we gotta get into the thought of the week for this video um again there's gonna be multiple videos coming out i still have not caught you guys up because i took a good one week two week break it's gonna be like very hard to catch up but i'm gonna get y'all there but let's jump right into it (laughs) so the thought of the week for this video is the only way god can show us he's in control is by putting us in situations only he can control that's crazy wow that's crazy because i was really just talking about that i'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys i had this paper written up about the thought of the week and how points i should explain but i haven't looked at this paper in two weeks um so it's kind of crazy that the thought of the week for this episode is literally what i just went through so i could be a testimony to this as well um but sometimes when we get into certain situations or we put ourselves in certain situations we think that you know we're better than god we think that we can handle it we think that we are capable of taking on all the stress we are capable of taking on every little thing but sometimes we just can't (laughs) we can't but god knows that and sometimes he allows us he 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 puts us in situations he he gives us a wake-up call is what i like to call it he puts us in situations where only he can come and control it but he just wants to see what you're going to do and it's very weird because a lot of times we are like that a lot of times when we get in certain situations where we've tried our best to control them and all of a sudden we can't then we go on our knees and call to god you know but sometimes he does that to get you back to him you know but hey that's how he does some of his things you know and i think that's a great way he he wakes us up he does see god is amazing he's a parent he's a father so he wakes us up you know what i'm saying because sometimes he could just let us do what we want to do and we can fall deeper and deeper and deeper into the temptation deeper and deeper into our sin deeper and deeper until um until we fall away from him but he says you know what i see my child is falling away from me and i want them back he wants us back to him so he's like okay how can i do this when i give you something good you think that's all you okay so i can't give you something good okay so he, he like he plans this stuff he takes time to get you to try to get you back to him that is a loving god many people won't do that many people you know 
I know for me, if you do wrong by me, you know, some I am forgiving, but I would never, you know, forget is what they say. You know, a lot of times as human beings and as people, I'm a teenager, so, you know, everybody want to cut off somebody every other week and be friends with them. You know, that's not me, you know, so a lot of times that happens. But with God, he wants us to be his friend. He wants us to continue to act and be his child. So he tries, you know, a lot of times we don't try to, you know, rebirth a friendship or rebirth a, a relationship. And sometimes that's not that's not what's best. But God still allows us to, you know, make our mistakes and make our choices. But at the end of the day, you cannot blame God for you not being close to him. Because he gives you opportunity after opportunity. He gives you chance after chance chance. Times where you you say something down on his name sometimes when you cuss and fuss and sin god still says i love you and i still want you as my child so at the end of the day you cannot blame nobody but yourself if you're not close to god when the time comes that's the hard truth but at the end of the day that is the truth so sometimes we do think we feel better than god and he has to put us in our place and gives us that and gives us that wake-up call um a lot of times we go through things and go through situations and it's really a test of our faith i've basically been saying that this whole time you know sometimes he just puts us in situations and tests to test us because a lot of times when everything's going good i'm a witness to this when everything is going good you love me (laughs) you know you love jesus you say glory hallelujah you know your prayers you pray and stuff like that but when things go bad, you want to sit here and ask that question, why, to God? You want to sit here and be like, God, why you do this to me, you know? So, which is not a good thing not a good thing to do. Sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied. But <laughs> the worst question you can ask God is why. I have learned that. Now, I'm going to tell another testimony, and I'm sorry if this podcast, this episode is a little bit longer than all the other ones. But last year, I lost a friend. Um, yeah, I lost a friend. And literally the month before I lost my friend, I went through my wake-up call. I went through a out-of-body experience that led me to God and made me say, okay, Shelton, it's trying to change the life. It's trying to change your life. It's trying to do what you got to do. Spread positivity. Spread the word of God. You know, that is your calling. You need to do that. You know, find your way back to him. So I've been doing that for a good month. I was praying. I was happy as can be, you know, and then I lost my friend. And... I, did, I lost my friend, and I did not know what to do. I was very, very hurt. But my, my my heart and my mind came together, and in my mind, I told myself, Sheraton, whatever you do during your grief, whatever you do during your hurt, don't ask why. I kept pounding that into my brain. And it's weird because that's the first question you want to ask somebody. You know, why did this happen? Why? Like, why? But I engraved into my brain to not ask why. And the reason I steadfast on that, the reason that I did not ask why, was because I know that God has a bigger plan. It's because, God, it's because I know God is in control of everything. And although this is very unfortunate for the earthly body and for the earthly people that were very close to this young lady, still God has a plan. And it's crazy because sometimes that plan, that the plan doesn't mean that it's going to be all good. The plan doesn't mean it's going to be all bad. But God has a plan for us, and he has a plan to better us and make us grow. It's very hard to see that, and I get that when you go through loss, when you go through certain situations. It's very hard to see that. But God is still in the midst of the grief, still in the midst of the tears. And a lot of people, it's very hard to realize that, especially when they go through experiences like this. But yeah, 
he basically tests us to see where our faith lies and we just got to try to pass the test now don't get me wrong god knows he knows about the human mind he knows about the human heart he understands that you're not going to be perfect a lot of people don't understand that when you come into christianity or religion in general you're not going to be perfect you're going to continue to make mistakes you know no matter how big or small those mistakes may seem to you they are sin you know they are mistakes you know so when you see someone in christ when you see someone posting scriptures or something like that don't think that they think they're better than you don't think that they think that they're higher up than you because i'm one of those people that post scriptures i'm one of those people that do you know thoughts of the week every sunday and i mess up every week i mess up maybe every single day you know i may say something wrong that i shouldn't have said i may but at the end of the day i come back to god and i said god i'm sorry you know like it's what you do after you make the mistakes and that's that pertains to life as well it's what you do after the mistake is caused that makes everything better you know that fixes everything um but yeah that's just a little testimony from me and stuff like that um but there's there's a couple ways this can go you know he can test you and test your faith or he just needs to put you in your place <laughs> um and i want to refer to the scripture um since we're talking about uh only way God can show us he's in control is by putting us in situations only, only he can control. Um, the scripture we're going to go to is Genesis 22. Um, I'm going to read 1 through 3. And then I'm going to jump down to 10 and 11. So sorry if I get tongue-tied. It's a little early for me. <laughs> but uh, it says, And it came to pass after these things that God did attempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. 2 says, and he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah. Mm, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Okay, so the test has been set. This, for people that don't know, this is the, the story of Abraham. Um, Abraham is a believer in Jesus. Abraham is a believer, you know, he's a prophet or whatever you want to call him. And God had to put him to the test. Even the people that are high up, even the people that pray every day go through tests. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. So we know what we we know what you're going through for the people, you know, that are in Christ and for the people that may not be as in Christ. We all know what it feels like to go through stuff and not have control over it. So God offers this test to Abraham, basically saying, if you didn't get it, this is what he's saying. God talks to Abraham and says, Abraham, and Abraham's, and Abraham's like, hey, yeah, yeah, what's good, God? <laughs> and God says, take your son, Isaac. Take your son, Isaac, go up to the highest mountain, which I will tell you which mountain to go. Take your son, Isaac, and sacrifice him. And I bet Abraham was like, What? I bet Abraham was at the bridge of saying why, but guess what? He didn't because God told him to do something. So Abraham was probably like, what, but, but, okay, God, I, I, I'll do it. Since you said to do it, I'll do it because I trust you. I know you'd never leave me wrong. So God's probably like, okay, let's see if he really does it. So let's skip down to 10 and 11. And it says, and Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. And I'm skipped down to 12. 
And he said, Lay not thine hand upon thy lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, from me. So, there's a, a lot more to the story, but at the point that I just left off at, Abraham does this. He goes up to the mountain that God tells him to go. He takes his son, Isaac. Isaac does not know what's going on. Isaac probably thinks they're going on a little road trip, father and son time. And next thing you know, you up there on the top of a mountain and your daddy like pins you down with a knife above your head. Like what? Like what's going on? <laughs> you know, but Abraham was what we call obedient. He was obedient to the word of God. He's obedient because he trusts God with everything, because his faith is so, so strong that whatever God says to do, he's going to do. He did it. He loves his son. He loves his son, but he loves God more. He, he loves God more. A lot of times we get that confused in our society, in our generation. A lot of times I know for me, testimony again that I just went through. I've been in God for a very, very long time, but not, not a long time, but just for a while, I've been very, very close to God. And then the situation arose where I could have choose to continue to be close to God or continue to fall into something else. And I decided to fall into something else. And the funny thing is like, I, I didn't stop talking to God. I didn't stop praying. I didn't stop doing anything like that, but I just shifted my priority so instead of putting God first, I put the other thing first. You know what I'm saying? And that led me to be, you know, that led me to hurt, actually. Now that I think about it, it led me to hurt. So now when I finally came back to God and I said, God, you know what? I'm sorry for what I did to you. I'm sorry that I put you last when you should always be first. And as soon as I said that, happiness came into my heart. Happiness came into my mind, joy filled me back up because that's what I lost I lost my joy I lost my happiness and joy is what God gave me and the world can't take it away so how dare I let anyone or anything attempt or tamper with it so that's what I had to get to the conclusion of so I had to be obedient to God and say God you know I'm sorry you know I had to come to God and apologize I had to have a straight up talk with God you know what I'm saying but we we learn here in the Abraham story or whatever which is a very popular story that you have to be obedient to what God says because he will not steer you wrong. Man will steer you wrong. Man will tell you to do one thing, but you really should be doing another. And that's why we have to turn our focus to God and everything that he has to say. So all of this is just telling you that sometimes you're going to be put in situations that you're not going to be able to control. You're going to be put in things and circumstances that are going to seem very, very hard. But I'm letting you know right now, if you put God in the midst of any mess, put God in the midst of any test or anything that you're going against or any devil field or demon field area, I want you to know if you continue to stay with God, if you continue to put him in things, those tests, those circumstances, those situations will not become you. You will not become your circumstance. You will not become your situation because God has his arms around you and he's going to protect you. So I ask and I, I plead to you, please pray to God. Please, if you're going through anything, say, God, I need you right now. That's all you have to say. I need you right now. And be sincere and be obedient. And when he tells you to do something, do it because he does not steer us wrong. He does not steer us wrong. And don't get me wrong. You're going to continue to make make mistakes on this, this journey of Christianity or this journey of whatever religion. You're going to make mistakes. 
and God says this. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to not know. You know, sometimes Abraham didn't know. <laughs> now that I think about it, Abraham didn't know what was going on, but he knew God said to do it. And he trusts God with everything. So I just ask that you continue to be with God. I ask that you continue to trust in him. Know that he will never steer you wrong. And when he does put you in situations that you really can't control, know that he can control anything. And he has all power in his hands to turn the narrative, to flip the perspective. So, yeah, I hope you guys got something out of that. Know the only way God can show us he's in control is by putting us in situations only he can control. I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Um, it's crazy that this literally, literally, um connected with me of what i just went through um but yeah i hope you guys have an amazing day and i'm gonna close out with prayer god thank you for this day thank you for allowing us to rise up and be able to have fun on our table closing our bag of shoes and our feet god i hope that this message brought clarity up this message brought confirmation to the people listening god i thank you for allowing me to be able to have this platform and be able to tell people about your good word god i just want to thank you for the amazing things you've done for me and my family and my friends I hope that every ear that is listening will receive a blessing from you. I hope that every ear that's listening will understand that when they put you in the situation, everything will be okay. I hope that everyone understands that everything's going to be okay and we continue to trust in you and obey you. Allow us to be more obedient. Come into our heart, come into our mind, let us know that everything is going to be okay. Thank you for trusting us. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. Even though we make mistakes, you still say you love us. Thank you for your love that is always there. Thank you for your love that will never, you know, fade away. Thank you for your love not being like man, where if you can love us one day and hate us the next. Thank you for not talking behind our backs. Thank you for always reaching out your hand and, and pulling us back up. Thank you for always holding our hand, even when, we, even when we want you to let go, you continue to hold on our hand. Thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace, God. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. These are my blessings we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing week. Um, but yeah, peace, love, and happiness. Put a smile on your face and thank God for grace. I'm out.